I don't know what it was. He's walking upright like a man. Sightings in and around Vermont. Bigfoot sightings across New England have been reported. Red glowing eyes, about seven feet tall. Red eyes, big old fangs, claws coming out through. Three inches long, you know, just sharp as they could be. There has been another UFO sighting flying over the Royal Botanic Gardens. There are 500 UFO sightings in the world every month. The truth is out there. Well, did I tell you, <clears throat> did I, well, did I say anything about my daughter learning a new word? Uh, you told me the story, but uh, it's fine to repeat it because it's probably one of the fucking funniest stories you've okay. ever told me about your daughter. Because I don't remember if I said this on a recording or not. But, you definitely um, didn't say it on a recording. Not on a recording. Okay. Think. So a couple yeah. of weeks ago, my 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 parents come by to drop my daughter off because on Sundays, which is typically when we record, um, they'll take her and just watch her for the day and, and drop her off and. My mom comes through the door and she goes, I, I accidentally uh, taught your daughter a new word. And then my sweet, beautiful one-year-old, one-and-a-half-year-old daughter points to my dad and goes, bitch, bitch, and just starts calling <laughs> my dad a bitch. It was amazing. <laughs> it was fantastic. <gasps> I, I suspect that it wasn't an accident. And uh, I, I, it's, from it's, my it's understanding, almost... it was a driving uh, word. Okay. <laughs> oh, it was adorable, though. <sighs> oh God! Yeah, that's 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 a thing of beauty. Um, it is definitely I... one of the funnier fucking things you've told me about. It's the only thing that she's done that's funny to other people. That's also funny to me. Not like the poop incidents, because those are just not funny to me. <laughs> oh, those are all hilarious. Those are the funniest fucking oh, things ever. Gosh. There's those, and I've uh, officially gotten two into kids' movies. I cried at the end of Chicken uh, Hot Chicken Hair uh, this morning. Chicken Hair? Yeah, it's basically like um, half chicken, half rabbit kid, it's, and it's like an Indiana Jones type uh, adventure. Chicken Hair and the Hamster of Darkness. Yep, that's the one. Cried at the end. It was great. See, it, it, and the, it, it really it appears to be like an adventure, but it's really about self-acceptance. And that's how, like, he defeats the bad guy at the end. It's great. Belgium. Oh, this is a interesting design for a character. Who's that? Chicken hair? Yeah. Yeah, bottom part chicken, top part hair. But then as yeah, he but begins like... to accept himself, more chicken starts coming out. Hmm. Okay. That's how you defeat the uh, the bad guy who's trying to assassinate your father with the power of hamsters. Uh huh. Yeah. It's uh. Okay. It's uh, one of those. All right. I, I. It looks like the skunk is the skunk a love interest? Because like I'm looking at this pic. I'm looking the at skunk's this, not this poster. Horny. There's no. There's no love interest with anybody. Really? I don't believe that. The skunk is like a female character who's initially disregarded in a bar and then ends up being like the biggest badass in the bar. Okay. It's a, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. Oh, and I posted this in Discord, but I feel like it's worth um, bringing up. So my, my wife does not watch anime at all. 
Um, mm-hmm. She'll like on occasion like pop her head in and be like, "What are you?" That's weird. And she got a little bit into my hero academia, but anyway, I got a text while I was home the other day, and she was at work. And uh, the text I'll try to pull it up is, uh, oh gosh, we text too much. Oh, there we go. Do you know an anime show, Fantasy Tale Octopus Girl, Horse Girl, Bird Girl? Something like that. And I'm like, what? Monster Masume. And she goes, yeah. And that was it. What? Was there ever a follow-up to that? Like, I remember you, no. you posting that, but I like, no? No follow-up no. whatsoever? No. Like, it came from, there were people in the cafeteria talking about it at lunch, but they couldn't think of what it was called. Uh-huh. And then she started asking me about it. And then um I gave her the best description I could, which is like um an assisted living uh 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 resident, someone who takes care of people who need help with assisted living, teen boy, is in a, an assisted living facility where it's just filled with half animal, half ladies that try to fuck them. I don't know if I would call it assisted living as much as I would call it uh, preventing them from destroying humanity around them. <laughs> That's what, well, I only say that because I think you're introduced with um, a character who's like, well, they, they can't take care of them. He, he's, he really, he's a caretaker. Kind of. I mean... I mean, they can all they can all very easily take care of themselves, probably, except for the except for what's her name, the fucking harpy girl. Yeah, except she harpy dumb. Girl. Oh god, I forgot about harpy girl. Oh oh, uh, memories are flat. I used to eggs. watch that show while I ironed my clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a thing. <laughs> Got to make sure my shirts are all clean and pressed. Haru was the name of the. No, not Haru. Which one am I thinking of? Original bathing. Everyday life. Wait, there's a. What? Uh, wait, what is this? Everyday life with Monster Girls Online. An online game based on the manga series the same name. Announced July 2015. The game is published by DMM Games and open for play wait. on December 21st, 2015. Is this just like Hentai Club Penguin? Uh, it was closed in 2016. Uh, technically, I mean, it's not hentai. I mean, so, technically? Technically. Like, it, it's... Poppy, that was the name of the monster. That was the name of the, the, the harpy girl. It's, 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 it's writing. It's as close as you can get without getting there. Technically, as close as you can get without getting there is, uh, interspecies review, uh, reviewers. Wait, what's which what? is a? Hang on, I have to I have to do some googling. I have to do some googling. So, interspecies reviewers is a similar show, except the way the premise of that show was a bunch of like adventuring type folks raided the various brothels and sex workers of the area that they were in, and there Wait. were different like species of things. Um. So it's kind of funny, but like one of the one of the jokes was uh, the elf was not attracted, like the elf per- dude wasn't attracted yeah. to like an old elf, like an elf that was like three hundred years old because they were old and their mana was shitty. 
but he was like crazy attracted to like a 70 year old woman like Wait. human woman because like there's a rich crocodile girl um so yeah it was it it, it is... uh it got pulled off the air because they were like this is basically porn and we're trying we're airing it on like tv um Oof. this so, all... yeah, that happened i mean just make it an easy i don't have a lot of still watch it. about it and it's it's tangentially related because it's about you know it's about monsters so yeah I, I get that, that fits tangentially topic. related you okay there brandon it seems like you're having a moment what do you, what do you mean uh-oh well, did i freeze i think brandon has to My camera and microphone just decided to turn off on their own. It's at this point I feel like I should disclose to the uh, <laughs> to the listeners my primary desktop shit the bed. So I'm on a 10-year-old Toshiba satellite just like just jammed full of cords. So <laughs> and this thing is hotter than a $2 pistol. <laughs> a two dollar pistol oh because yeah. like it's it's been stolen right so it was it was it's hot because of that Anywho. i always thought it because it was, it was made of cheap materials and it would overheat fast i really don't know why people say that is this I, using, if i this is on my I, laptop I, web why it, it it's not sensing my original webcam i mean i assume i assume it's hotter than a two dollar pistol means like Someone was murdered with this pistol, and you're buying it for two bucks, and you're basically just doing this a job for this person. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah, huh. you're about to get you're about to get arrested. There's it's that kind of pistol. The um, yeah. so let's dive into it. And then another full disclosure is um, instead of letting people vote, I went with one of my shorter episode copies because I wasn't sure how long this thing's gonna hold up. That's fair. <laughs> so this is probably going to be a short one, folks. <laughs> this one, I think, uh, in total actual, like, text is only, like, nine... Uh-oh. Nine pages. This is... This is... This is troubling. Let's just... We're, we're making let's... it work. Let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes before uh yeah. before yeah yeah all right scroll 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 all right so welcome to Cryptopedia an exploration of the myths and legends that haunt the human mind where each week we will take you on a journey exploring the mysteries of the world tackling the tales of monsters folklore the paranormal and that thing that definitely lives under your bed I'm Brandon I'm John and its name is Carl its name is Carl and it is mm-hmm. I, I was going to say his hands are always wet, but that's also my daughter, so who knows? Um, I mean, that's children. Yeah. So today we're going to go over the Solute sightings. Um, so in this case, we're in 1984, and the location is a new one for us because it's space. I mean, have like, we covered anything from space? No, we've covered we've covered aliens. We've done so aliens, but, but the observer is located in space versus okay, like okay. witnessing something from space on Earth. Um, gotcha, gotcha. So there were sightings of some creatures from outside uh, the space station. First, let's throw down some background information. The Solute 7 translation 
uh, is Salute 7, a.k.a. DOS-6, is a short for short for durable, orbital, orb, oh, words, dur- durable orbital station in you orbit okay there? around Earth from 1982 to 1991. Um, so, okay. I'm going to assume that they did, like, a controlled, like, deorbit of it. Or did it just, like, late Soviet Union fall to pieces on them? It. We actually get into that. Um, okay, good, good, good. It's part of the story, yeah. Okay, okay. And it's pretty, like, fucking rad how it happened, too. Um, so as part of the USSR space solute program, transitioning from large monolithic style space stations to modular space stations, and it would be functioning as a test platform for docking additional modules and expanding the capabilities of the space station itself. So basically a prototype ISS. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it would okay. be the eighth space station launched and would be the last test bed before the full switch to the third generation fully modular space stations. So this really is like the last of the like tests before they go full modular space station. Gotcha, um, gotcha. In July 1984, Soyuz T-12 brought the seventh crew to the Soyuz 7. The crew members were... Vlad, oh gosh, I forgot about these names. All right, hang Good on. job, Brandon. Uh, you know, this is an issue with writing episodes and then sitting on them for a while. Um, Vladimir Zanya Bekov, uh, whose accolades... That's, probably, that's pretty close. It's, it's kind of close. You drop some of the letters yeah. and then it makes sense. Um, whose accolades behind, uh, beyond his many from his home country, including the highest merits uh, of the USSR, include... Hero of the Mongolians People's Republic, which is the highest possible uh, distinction. Commander, how do you? How okay, okay. How <laughs> does how does that happen? How do you get? How does this happen? Just keep going, because I'm just confused. There's it, it. It has to do with which countries were allies during like that period of time. So uh, like, okay. so the USSR was helping out Mongolia a lot and, and fight back and uh, forth. Okay. Um, uh, here, uh, let's see, Commander of the Legion of Honor, which is from France, the highest possible distinction, uh, Order of the Banner of Hungarian People's Republic, Order of the Sukhbatar uh, from Mongolia, and he became an honorary citizen of Georgia, Kazakhstan, and the United States. And what? He, he's also credited for observing the tennis racket effect of orbiting bodies. Um, so, like... These, I'm going through all all the sevens accolades just so they're not like, they're not some like space kooks. They're like legit ass folks. Oh, so now we're to, now we're bringing fucking Scooby Doo into this one. <laughs> Don't be mean. She does not look like Scooby Doo. No, the space kook is the name of the the like. That's literally the name of a Scooby Doo monster. Oh, is it? I I was. It really is. I was not up to date on my Scooby lore. Uh, the, the next member, Brandon, yeah, Brandon, that's like season one. Do you know how long ago season one came out? Yeah, but like, you weren't alive when it came out. Even my point, even more. <laughs> Episode fifteen, season one, was the space kook. When did they start bringing the um? Gosh, uh, um. Why am I drawing a blank? That basketball team that always beats the Washington Generals. Oh, way after. Way after. 
Why am I drawing a blank? What's the name of that the, team? Uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Why could I not remember the Harlem Globetrotters, but I could remember the I don't Washington know, Generals? Yeah, that's that's the strange part. <laughs> that's the weird part. Um, Svetlana, that's, that's a... Svetlana Svetlana um and Svetlana accrued 16 of the highest possible medals from the USR, USSR. She was the second woman in space. She was the first woman to perform a spacewalk. And she was made an honorary citizen of Baikonur and had an asteroid uh, 4118 named after her. I mean, she's she's not as impressive as the previous dude, but still impressive. She's super rad. Um and Igor Volk, he racked up uh, similar medals to Svetlana uh, and has a bust of him in the city of Z- Zukovsky, Russia, uh, and developed a mechanism that manipulated the upper palate of apes, allowing them to mimic human speech. However, they just re- replicated words, lacking the understanding uh, for complex and meaningful sentences. Uh, and what? That, well, the last part I said was a lie. What do you mean? So he, he, he was made a thing to allow apes to mimic human speech, but I made up the part yeah. about them not being able to understand complex or meaningful sentences. Cause I thought it would be a what? fun I thought it'd be a fun lie. But but okay, so it's a lie, but like what do you mean it's a lie in this context? That there weren't apes just out there talking like people. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like they weren't they weren't like parroting what other people said. Okay, so we didn't have parrot apes. We didn't have parrot apes. Um but Okay, no Caesar. Another borderline hentai uh that's out there. What? Uh they were being joined by Lenoid Kism, Vladimir Solyolyev, uh, and a cardiologist by Oleg Atkov. Uh, who are already on their 155th day on orbit of the Solute 7, which is so That sounds long. awful. That That's sounds terrible. God-awful. Imagine imagine being on the Solute 7 for that long. You've, you've, all you've done is, is pissed and shit into bags for half a year. And cranked it in zero Gs, which, like, the first few times has to be red, and then the next, like, 154 days... You've just got to know, like, but you're but Brandon breathing vaporized cum at that point. But Brandon, if you nut in space, does it push you back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the maybe? answer is yes, actually. But um, like, oh, just a little. I mean, the answer is yes. It's it's unambiguously yes. Anytime you do an action, there is an equal opposite reaction, and there's nothing to to like stop you you are going backwards and if if you're not on earth you go, it push you back a little the real question is how many astronauts have to ejaculate simultaneously in order to propel a space station by a meaningful amount of speed you know <laughs> like what who we need someone to solve this for us these are the important <sighs> questions I mean, you could probably solve it pretty easily because you just have to calculate like the rough. The, the, you mean, have to estimate the in grams. The, in grams, like it's little. It's got to be little numbers. I mean, grams. If you're if you are coming a gram worth of cum, you're already coming quite a bit. Is I that just a have lot? To say, I assume. Well, how? All right, hang on. 
how many grams male ejaculate? This is why people come to listen. Um, mm-hmm. It's 3.7 milliliters, uh, which is two to five cubic centimeters. And if my... Isn't a cubic centimeter one gram? That's not how mass works. Uh, yeah. It's just it's just not how mass works. Is oh well, I'll, I'll look. I'll do a follow up on the uh, Discord. Um, on July twelfth, nineteen eighty four, the crew were conducting experiments when they noticed uh, what they described as a brilliant orange cloud forming around the space station. Uh, their initial thoughts was that there was a failure or explosion, uh, and that the orange glowing smoke was a fire. However, in their death, yeah, what, they're just okay. We're all dead. However, what I assume uh, was a panicked investigation, uh, they found that this was not the case. Uh, when they made their way to the portholes, they saw in quotes angels outside of the space station. Uh, they described the wingspan of these creatures to be similar to that of a 747, which is 224 feet, and they were roughly 80 feet tall. In total, there were seven of these creatures, and they appeared to even acknowledge their presence, even smiling at them. So how how the fuck did they get these numbers for, like, heights and in, in wingspans? They're in fucking space. That, that That's a... <laughs> Like the place with the least possible fucking reference points to estimate size and distance. Yeah, like, like, not for nothing. It's kind of impossible. It's, like, it's already it's already difficult to do it in yeah. the sky. Oh, You're yeah, in space. Yeah. Like even like, um, even even uh, ufologists like if they're assigning dollar values to like photographs photographs uh-huh. with visible reference within them whether it's like a rooftop or whatever they pay yeah. more for those versus just a blob in the sky well yeah cuz you can actually even even then you're still not able to actually adequately estimate but that that's a whole nother it's thing. at least closer than like a swag you have a, it, it's you have just a, a chance yes. yeah <laughs> uh, god damn it okay continue they were observed for about 10 minutes before they disappeared. Just five days later, they were joined by the aforementioned crew members of the Soyuz T-12. And eight days later, on July 25th, Svetlana would become the first woman to perform a spacewalk. It is around this time that the Space Angels appeared again, uh, this time to all six crew members. They encircled the space station again, uh, huge and glowing, and they were eventually just disappeared into space. What? Okay. So why? They're But like if they're making a circle around the space why did my camera shut off? Around the space station. Your um, camera's been off forever, but <laughs> it's doing that on its own. That's not me. I, I'm not gonna lie, Brandon. I didn't tell you because I had the feeling that the camera would, would take like way too long to deal with. <laughs> Fair. This isn't even the camera I had set up originally. It's just changing cameras and shutting stuff on and off. Um, seems good. Seems totally, totally sustainable. Um, as I imagine they were saying grace around the astronauts as if they're about to eat them. I mean, probably. It, it's very. I likely. mean, it, 
if I've learned anything from the Bible, uh, Svetlana probably shouldn't have gone on the spacewalk because, you know, there's some inherent misogyny in, in the Bible. And uh, I had the feeling that the the angels are not going to necessarily be the uh, the most accepting of uh, positive changes for womankind. It's strike one. She's a woman. Strike two. She's wearing clothing made of different materials. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's it's all bad all over. It's all it's all against God in His it, plan. Yes. Uh, there was a news article printed about it. There are many websites, uh, pretty much copy and pasting from one another, referencing the Washington Post as the paper in question. However, I was only able to find one screenshot of the article. Uh, and it looks nothing like a Washington Post cover sheet. It's pretty obviously yeah. like some form of tabloid. Uh, and I cannot tell which because the image um, is pretty heavily cropped. Even it, wh- Yeah. It, it feels like um, the National Enquirer it, to me. It's got those vibes. Um, it has it, it like looking at this image. I feel more actually. OK, when was this? 84. 80, okay. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have seen this. It, it looks it looks similar to some things that I've seen in National Enquirer articles from like the nineties. It does. Even, I even did a reverse image search, and uh, the only thing I could find was the same heavily cropped image. Um, and that's mm. not to say I think it's fake. It's just the original's not out there. It's it's lost to time. Um, but the article read. Huge angels seen in space. Soviet cosmonauts stunned. Uh, six Soviet cosmonauts say they've witnessed the most awe-inspiring spectacle ever encountered in space. A band of glowing angels with wings as big as jumbo jets. Accounts of two bizarre sightings by Russia's leading space travelers are contained in a top-secret report smuggled uh, out of the f- smuggled out of the form of unexplained. That's a typo. <clears throat> Uh, unexplained natural phenomena, said the former Soviet space scientist. But the evidence seems to indicate that what they saw was uh, more supernatural than natural. What? It's what it, evidence? It's I don't. One, I don't think they smuggled anything. I think this is very tabloidy. Um, yeah. Started uh, startled cosmonauts Vladimir Solovyev, Oleg Atkov, and Lenoid Kism said they first saw the seven celestial beings uh, last July during their 155th day. And they, um, as a detective's note, for last July have to have been said in this article, this article would have had to have been published after 1985. The landing date of the next Soyuz was November 21st, 1985, meaning that for any of them to have spoken to an American newspaper, it would have to have, to have been published at a later date. So, like, this is... Full tabloid makeup. Yeah, that sounds fake. Yeah. Uh, Their lives. uh, What we saw were seven giant figures in the form of humans, uh, but with wings and mist-like halos, as in the classic depiction of angels, said the cosmonaut in an account signed by all three. Because because the, the biblical, the biblically accurate angel looks like that. Yeah, you know, the mist- As we all, as- as we all know, yeah, the, the biblically the biblically accurate angels are famous for looking like uh, something on the on a fucking uh, Hallmark card. Oh yeah, they're famously imagine eighty feet tall. You know those eighty foot tall angels. 
Imagine, imagine if Hallmark, instead of like having like the the traditional like aesthetic angels, it was just Nephilim. Uh, they started, they started doing like Nephilim and like like biblically accurate angels in that general. Would be red, right? Like that would that that would be a pretty great change up. I gotta say, it would be like. Yeah, we don't sell humanoid angels anymore. Now we just sell these uh, abominations with so many eyes. Yeah. Just, just so many eyes. It's all the eyes. There's HP Lovecraft said it was too much. Uh, I found out I found out something like truly terrible. Um about, about HP Lovecraft. HP Lovecraft. Like What's more that? terrible. Well, okay. More terrible than as the common talked, knowledge stuff. As we talked about as we've talked, because we definitely talked about this on the podcast. H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft is a deeply was a deeply deeply racist man. Yes, he was afraid of fucking everything, and he was crazy racist because of it. Yeah, right. Um, his cat was a black cat, uh, and he named it um, N Word Man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. And apparently the cat in the witch class the like the the witch uh the witch house that was the original name of the cat from the black cat in the witch house. Oh fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's been since changed in subsequent printings, but uh yeah, that was that was a thing apparently. That you know fine. <laughs> I don't know if fine's the word for that, but it's a thing. There's no there's no words for it. Who names this cat that? Oh God! I mean, I mean, I mean, what you call it? Uh, Colonel Sanders named his his a crow Jim Crow. <sighs> I mean, like that's a thing. What's with people one of the auto- animals' weird names? Oh, it was the rats in the wall. Um, they renamed it to Black Tom in the 1950s when they republished it. It's bad if in the 50s they're like, oh, we should probably do a little touch up. Yeah, well, this is this is a bit much. <laughs> like this is a bit. Oh, the, when Lovecraft was a boy, the family adapted a black kitten, which was named that. Oh, good. It was not clear whether he uh, who acquired the pet or whether he named it though. Uh, it was probably him. Well, no, he, I mean, if he is that way, he, his family probably was too. I mean, the yeah. Huh. Or what if that's what it was at, like, the shelter when they got it? <laughs> Just a shelter filled I, with, like, uh, terrible animal I, I, names. I'm not gonna lie. There's a real possibility. Yeah. Like, it's it's not... It's not zero. <laughs> like... Oh. Like... There was, there was a lot of open racism. Yeah. <laughs> and I notice notice That's I don't say I I don't say there was a lot of racism because there's still a lot of racism. Yeah. <laughs> but it was super open. Uh yeah. It, it, <laughs> well, it was yes, I'll say yes it was super open because there was still segregation. <laughs> Oh, I don't know what you're talking about about that. Uh, what are we talking about this for? His, we don't. Uh, we got. We don't got to bring up the. We don't got to bring up the real stuff. We don't. We'll limit it to cats. 
that uh, yeah I'm let's let's just some, keep it to cats i'm gonna refrain from making a a, a cat joke <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh hang on let me let me, let me i don't want to say this i don't want to i don't want to uh let's do are you sure you want to type this too uh not no not really <laughs> I can't do voice to text. <laughs> there we go. Oh, All right. God. Um. Uh, th their faces were. God damn it, Brandon. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Probably. Anyway, uh, their faces were round with cherubic smiles, and they were all identical. We were totally mesmerized. Uh, the cosmonauts said the band of angels followed their capsule for about 10 minutes and then vanished as suddenly as they came. Also, I'd like to point out they went from 80 feet tall to hundreds of feet tall in this uh, tabloid. Interesting. Um, but the 12 days later, the glowing figures returned, and this time they were seen by the six Soviet scientists. John Pratchett, a NASA project engineer, came forward and said that they had been seeing images of these for a while. Um, he said what? they were 20 meters tall, and when the wings are spread, they indeed are comparable with that of a modern-day jetliner. He claimed that the SOHO, the Solar Heliospheric Observatory, uh, regularly captures images of these. And uh, below, cool. I included we're... a few images um, that he claims to have captured. And... Uh, now I shall okay. commence face. They look kind of red. I mean, they're not, I don't know what they are. They look kind of They're rad, sweet. but like they mean nothing. No, speaking. they look kind of like, um, who is it? Ho-Oh? Kind of. I mean, the, the second one looks a lot like Ho-Oh. Yeah. The two on the right look like flying wings. And the one on the left kind of looks like a, a weird anime, like wing configuration. Oh yeah, like from um, like it's it's something a, out of an anime. Yeah, it looks like it could be like some mobile suit type of transformation thing. Um, they uh, look yeah, kind of almost like um. I'm only thinking of this now when uh, a jet shoots uh, flares as it's flying, not like a singular flare, mm. but when they do that shit where they blast like a fucking yeah ton the. Of them. the the like angel wing thing. Yeah, that they look kind of like that. I'm not saying that's what they are. I'm just saying they look kind of like that. Yeah, because I don't think that existed as a technology yet, like that as like a technique. Yeah, that I don't know. Um, so my thoughts on all of this uh, first is the topic itself. Um, from what Detective Donkey Hands can see, this topic originated yeah. in 2016 and researched yeah, seems about right. in 2022. Uh, even the news article, the oldest image I can find, is from 2016. Um, the article has no verifiable information other than the publicly available records of the Salyut and Soyuz history. And from what, what I can see, none of these cosmonauts has ever been on record or on uh, a discovered record saying anything about this. Um, only in these self-referential articles. Um, <laughs> what I would expect to see... Uh, this all over if any of them had actually spoken to any news source in any country at all about this because if you think about it, like the US had a whole thing with the USSR so if like cosmonauts had come out and were like there's angels in space th this shit would be everywhere yeah this is this is a little bit of a and it's not 
Yeah. Also, also like the uh, the Soviet Union is famously religious. So, super famously, yeah. So famously religious. Yeah, they the the it. most religious place ever. <laughs> they they thought it was rad. They definitely were so religious they would have just hallucinated angels. Yeah, I don't. I I doubt. I'm pressing X on this one. Okay. Okay. You're you're uh. What's that? AGT. What? America's Got Talent. Is that the one with the buzzer? No, no. I'm pressing X to doubt because it's it's like the, it's like the whatchamacallit. The, um, the noir. What's the noir game? The Eloy Noir. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you're remo- You're like. You're like almost there. <laughs> It's that game, you know. It's like a noir. It takes place somewhere in California. It's that. It's like it's like that noir game that takes in takes place in Los Angeles, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh God, oh God. Okay. Oh God. Who? Oh, it worked. I changed tabs and it uh it hung up the PC. Um, cool, cool, cool. Super rad. Um, the dates of when the articles were published about this. Uh, it's the spikes are strange. Uh, I'm not saying there's a correlation, but there seems to be a cluster around the Trump presidency and the current uh, Ukraine conflict. Um, both modern topics mm-hmm. involving Russia. So, like these kind of like the 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 the, the trend. These spikes overlap when you look them up. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. There's also what are you what are you talking about? There's no there's no relation between the Trump presidency and Russia in any way, shape, or form. There's unheard of. I don't even know what you're talking unheard about. Unheard of. I've never heard of this. No, what are you talking about? Not. No one said anything about a piss mattress. Anyway, hallu- hallu- oh, fucking words. Hallucinations have been explored as an examination of this. The space station, like any vehicle, had a number of hardware failures. And John, this is where we're going to get into uh, what we started talking about at the top of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. There were a number of hardware failures and fixes occurring over the years, including leaks and loss of power. It has been floated that perhaps a failure resulting in a lack of oxygen may explain these sightings. While I can see this happening to one person, six people having a common hallucination, um, I would expect to be less common. However, I mean, I mean, mass hepatogenic hallucinations are like a thing in history. They are. They are. Definitely. Mass dancing. Yeah. Um, however, sleep para- paralysis experiences hallucinogenic, sorry, hypnagogic hallucination havers and DMT users all seem to have nearly identical experiences uh, among people who have experienced the same s- physiological experience. Um, I mean, I mean, like, let's be real. You kind of see if you kind of squint your eyes while looking at a light, it kind of looks like wings. A yeah, bit. yeah, true. Um, I cannot find uh, anything on John Pratchett who worked for NASA or Soho or anything similar. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like this was all made up. Um, However, images of giant space angels are real, like they're a real thing. And what I mean by this is that a pattern formed by celestial bodies colliding look kind of like a sugar cookie angel and is regularly observed. And I I included a few images in the episode copy on the left. Um, So those are things. Those are real things that happen in space that look like a sugar cookie angel. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And 
is this what the cosmonauts saw? Probably not, since you need, like, a crazy telescope to observe them in the kind of detail in the images to the left. Um, and before I uh, start to close this out, let me address the most uh, energy-draining dra energy theory about these, uh, published on some random blogs I've never seen before, and uh, a popular website and podcast, Mysterious Universe, most known for their racial slurs and far-right ideology. Um, so, I... I was not aware of the racial slurs. When did when did the racial slur like I saw the far right ideology, but like the they like just look them up and they do all the badisms or don't like they do, they've got they've been pretty woof, um, and it 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 wasn't obvious until I don't want I forget the exact date, but there's like a clear line where you're like, oh, <laughs> like this is, this is a thing. Huh? Yeah. Like in the, within the last few years, it's, it's been like, if you, uh, if you look up some of the reviews, they're all like people like, yeah, I was into these guys until, uh, until recently. And then woof. Woofa doofa. Woofa doofa. Uh, and posits that these may be literal angels heralding the apocalypse and quoted the Bible. Uh, I saw in heaven another great and marvelous sign. Seven angels with the seven last plagues. The last because uh, with them God's wrath is completed. Uh, <laughs> and as a sign to the Soviets to not mess with the U.S. So it was, it was God saying uh, USA all the way. What? Uh, uh, reference the problematic issue of H. Oh no, Joe Rogan <laughs> N-word montage. Oh God, yeah, that's out there too. Um, uh, reference the problematic issue of ancient aliens, uh, showing what I will call Jesus alien. What you will call Jesus alien. Uh, which is just someone. It's just. Brandon's mic went out on my end. It's Jesus Alien, and uh, can you hear you me now? Still talking. Now I can hear you. Okay, it's oh, we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it, baby. Um, and then in one paragraph connects the Hubble telescope uh, to Mukele Membe. So what? <laughs> How? It's John. John conspiracy. It's conspiracy. Wild. What the fuck is this? Okay. Conspiracy theories have circulated for years concerning the Hubble telescope snapping angelic images in the NGC 3532 star cluster that have been shared with the only the highest echelons of the US, so Soviet, and French governments. Why is the French government involved in that? I don't know. Um, as well as Pope John Paul II in the Vatican. Once again, it goes all the way to the top. Why? Everyone's involved. Who had been speculated that these beings of light might not be heaven sent. According to these reports, the spectacular photos are allegedly being kept under wraps due to the fact that knowledge of the angels' existence may well uh may well through the citizens of Earth throw the citizens of Earth that's weird that they spelt that through, uh, into a global tizzy, or so the rumors claim. 
This lack of distinction between the work of serious academic researchers and ramblings of religious zealots is one of that one that also plagues some Christozoologists, whose investigations into intriguing ph- phenomena such as the Mokile Membe and other relic dinosaurs are often co-opted by creationists looking to confirm their own beliefs by reinterpreting native eyewitness accounts to suit their own theological agendas. What a weird choice it's... of like writing. Yeah. Huh. Decisions were made. Huh. Okay. Uh, And my present guess is that someone knew that American-Russian relations during the Trump presidency would attract clicks, um, thought that the space race uh, went back to Wikipedia and just bullshitted some stuff. Um, Mm. And in fact, the most damning evidence that these sightings did not happen is that if you were just to do a search for the Salyut 7, your results would only be... Uh, for a 2017 movie with a 100 on Rotten Tomatoes about how it lost power and the mission to restore it. Um, so what was this mission that keeps coming up? So in 1985, faulty sensors on the space station prevented the solar panels from charging the batteries, resulting in a total loss of power, which is a bad thing if you're mm-hmm. in space. Yeah, generally that means you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so water and equipment froze, it stopped mm-hmm. sending signals to ground control, and tumbled lifelessly through space. Familiar names, Vladimir uh, Zanabekov, Vladimir Sivink, Siv- uh, were rocketed at the space, just blasted straight at the space station. Um, since it had no power, they manually docked the Soyuz T-13 rocket to the free-spinning space station without the use of any automated linking where they remained on board. What? It's the wildest shit. I just bumped my mic. The wildest shit. It's crazy. Like, I could not do this in Kerbal Space Program, let alone in real life. Um, (laughs) Their next challenge would be to slowly bring the systems online in what had become essentially a meat freezer hurtling through space with no power or drinking water. Uh, so was there somebody in the space station at the time? I don't know if it was manned or not. If it was manned, it is in fact a meat freezer. It was. It would. It would. It, it would have been previously manned. <laughs> it would in fact be a meat freezer. There is no question about that. Oh, transferring power from the Soyuz to the space station uh, could also result in them being never being able to return to Earth. Right. So they, I mean, like, that's that's no. basically just being in space. Yeah, like they knowingly went on like what was possibly a one-way trip. Um, they yeah. did, however, get power restored by connecting six of their eight batteries to the space station, the root cause being a sensor, causing the space station to always think it was fully charged. Um, hmm. Seems yeah. good. Seems good. Interesting failure. Um, after 10 days, they had gotten the space station's lights to come on, as well as its heat, water, and thrusters. But think you're hurtling aimlessly through space for 10 days with no lights or water that sounds like hell that's wild um now that they were not freewheeling in a pitch black meat freezer they could start to repair the faulty equipment on june 23rd a cargo spacecraft docked with them and provided food water new batteries and fuel um what the fuck it was it was a wild mission interesting 
station drift, unpredictable movements. Uh, oh, it was uninhabited at the time. It was uninhabited? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a, uh, a recipe for a bad day. Weird. Unexpectedly high solar activity in the late 80s and early 90s increased atmospheric drag on the station, sped its orbital decay, uh, underwent an uncontrolled re-entry on February 7, 1991. Over the town of Capitan Bermudez in Argentina after it overshot its intended entry point, which would have placed its debris in uninhabited portions of the southern Pacific Ocean. Oh, no. It just, like, landed in, in Argentina. Yeah. Worst places Seems to land. Good. I mean... They've got good barbecue. Well, I guess it depends what time you land. I mean, if it hit... If it hit... uh, What's his name? Um, oh, the guy? The farming equipment you know guy? The guy? Yeah, the farming equipment guy. Who? The guy known for his farming equipment, not for anything else. <laughs> Mengele. <laughs> you know, the, the, the famous Mengele's farming equipment. Yes, that is the thing. That is the thing that the Mengele name is associated with. Nothing else. There has never been anything else in history that the word, the name, the last name Mengele has been associated with. No, it's just, it is just it's farming just equipment. Argentinian farming equipment. Oh, God. It's wild to me that that. That's still a brand that exists. You think, <laughs> you think that the family would be like, "Hey, maybe, maybe we should like." You would think they would the rebrand. Name. All right, so if Oscar like, Mayer can change the Wiener Mobile to the Frank Mobile, Mangolike farming equipment can change to literally anything else. Yeah, 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 literally anything else. Um. It, it, Oh God! Uh, you can get a 2011 Mangala Doable uh, for forty-two thousand dollars USD. I hate it. I hate that you can just buy that. Like, like, okay. Here's here's the real question I have, though. Oh God! They have a Mangala SH for one of those like threshers that like you cut up wheat. That's expensive because it says call for price. If they list something for forty-two k. And then later something's call for price. That shit's expensive. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the the bigger question I have is for the people who buy it, right? Like, who is the who are the people who are like, huh, Mangala made tractor? Yeah, I'm gonna buy that and just have that on my property. <laughs> there's, you know, there's it's like Coke versus Pepsi. Really, there's in farming. There's two. It's like, are you a John Deere guy or a Mangala guy? You know. It's really... <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that's not the case, but okay. Like, I hate when I go to my local farm equipment dealer, and you know how it's like, you know, you go to the restaurant, yes, for Coke, and he goes, Pepsi, okay? You go there, and you're know, like, hey, do you have a deer? And like, is Mangala okay? It is... <laughs> no. It's just, just, no. No, no, no it's, it's not. not. No, absolutely not. They hit a Nazi. <laughs> They're responsible for that one Nazi. He <laughs> did. Oh, God. I hate it. I hate that that's a thing. That still is a thing. 
<laughs> You're not going to start using some Mengele brand tools for your backyard garden? I mean, I'm pretty sure that that would be overkill. <laughs> yeah, they don't do like consumer grade stuff. It's all like industrial. <laughs> There's no overkill like Mengele. It's God damn it. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> it's that's been Mengele talk and you know what that means <laughs> yeah I, I feel sad now and depressed yeah. um but that was that's always how I feel so you know that's where we're at um anywho this has been the podcast uh it's been a short one but you know we don't want Brandon's comp- we're, laptop we're, to the, explode it, it hurts to touch it hurts to touch. It is. So, it's an all stainless steel case, and it does hurt to touch the computer. That's usually that usually is a good sign, and that means you should probably be on the computer for another hour that, at that, least. It might be related to why my camera and mic kept shutting off. Possibly, possibly. <laughs> in Reaper, it's uh, fine. So my, my my files fine. It was just in Chrome. God. Um. Anywho, our website is CryptopediaCast. Dot com. Our Instagram is at CryptopediaCast. Twitter is also at CryptopediaCast. Our email is CryptopediaCast at gmail.com or us at CryptopediaCast.com. Our YouTube, which I have to update because I haven't updated in a while, is YouTube.com slash at Cryptopedia. Um, if you enjoyed the show, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. We have a Patreon, and on that Patreon, we have some jackalopes, and I do have the more, most up-to-date list, Brandon. I'll read this it off. This is an outdated list. I had to open your Meg yes. copy to make sure it was uh, yes. current. I'll, 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 I'll read off the, cur- the absolute current list. Okay. Uh, so we have Bird Schneider, Bushcraft Kelso, Clay Sinclair, Lenwood S. Sharp, Marty Von Party, uh, and Will Smith are our current jackalopes according to the uh patreon website hell yeah um so thank you everyone for for contributing and paying for the hosting costs of this podcast that is definitely worth the price it's so worth the price (laughs) um get me a new computer i'm joking there's there's one on the way we use we use the money from from the the Patreon to do way dumber shit than that. <laughs> we buy spirit way, boxes. Way way dumber shit. Yes, a spirit box that I still have to finish making the the episode thing about. It's so dumb. It is the dumbest shit ever. It's ridiculous how expensive that thing is for what is inside of it. Like it's really fucking stupid. Um Anywho, we have a Discord. It's in the show notes. If you have any monster requests or shirts, be, be sure to send them in. Uh, and Brandon, let's let's hear your your shiz. Yes, you could find me on Instagram at donkey underscore hands. My website is boyerb.com. My email is brandon at cryptopediacast.com. And my Twitter is at cryptobrandon. <sighs> and with that yawn, you know the episode is over. Um, on Instagram, I'm at mute2057. My Twitter is at jfdunham. My website is johndunhamgames.com. And my email is john at cryptopediacast.com. Our art was done by Tom Hill. You could find him on Instagram at Thomas Michael Hill. His website is, oh, God, it was so greatglorycoli.com. Go there, buy a T-shirt. It's Tommy's. But he's also got TomMikeHill.com, uh, and I have to update that in my more recent copies. And his email is TomMikeHill at gmail.com. All right. As always, uh, I'm John. I'm Brandon. And Brandon's about to burn his hand off. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's so possible. It's so possible. It is- It's possible.
it's it 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 I cannot hold my hand on it. Don't don't uh don't let Pika don't put anything that Pika wants to steal on it. No. <laughs> it might actually be able to melt it might be able to melt plastic cuz it, it does after 1 second it does really like you, it hurts too much to Oh gosh, alright, hang on, I gotta save this. I gotta save it. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Alright. Things are weird. Bye. <laughs>